I'm actually here with Hammer, which is the only good thing about today. Hammer, hello. How the hell are you, Shay? Bad, man. I'm fucking, you know, if, for those of you that don't know, Schefter just reported that they're keeping the fat man. Not getting an extension, obviously, but they're keeping him. And I'm just beside myself. You know, I part of the prop, like, we all know Jerry does not have a quick trigger when it comes to coaches, right? In the last 35 years, he hasn't fired a coach in, in, that in less than three years except Chan Gailey and Dave Campo, which makes a lot of fucking sense. But four years and delivering this kind of result over and over and over, and the, how upset everybody. I really thought that Jerry was going to go find himself, especially with what's out on the market. I really, I really thought that they were going to fire McCarthy. I really did. And it's kind of... It's not even it's shock for sure, but it ain't even anger. It's just fucking it I'm just depressed, man. Like what the fuck are you supposed to do next year? Like week one through eighteen. What are we supposed to do? Like what does it matter? We go undefeated, I wouldn't give a fuck. The playoffs matter. I don't know. Is that the assumption you think Jerry's making? Is like, well, he's good enough to get us to the playoffs and win twelve games. I think like, what Jerry's dumbass did is can't fire him now. Exactly. I think he pulled the players. And they're like, well, I mean, the players like him. They love playing for him. Stupid. And you know what else I think? I think Jerry's dumb enough to be like, well, let me think here now. Uh, Dak's got one year left. Fat Man's got one year left. How about they both go out and earn it? And then we'll pay him. And that'll ruin our cap space next year. It'll ruin it. And we'll talk about Dak in a minute. But not getting rid of McCarthy after what he's done in the playoffs the last three years. I mean, this is what matters. You want to win in the playoffs. You don't want to win the fucking almost got an award three years in a row. This this playoff loss is as bad as, to me, it's worse than when Sling Blade came to Dallas and beat us in the playoffs on their road to beating the Patriots. This is worse than that. But we had a bye. I think we were the number one seed that year. Remember? And Sling Blade yeah. came down to Dallas and beat Romo. And that was – heartbreaking but this one against the Packers hurt more it hurt more I I had more faith in this team beating the Packers not necessarily this team being a Super Bowl you know whatever I thought they could have gotten there that they could have they it was possible for them to beat the Niners but I thought for sure they're beating the fucking Packers at home where they beat everybody by 30 fucking points yeah and it just fucked you right in the ass raw didn't even pull out hammer <laughs> i mean they they it's not like we lost a close one or there was a couple bad decisions that right led to it was like from the coaching to the culture of the team like mm-hmm. they didn't show up to play at all to like all. the x's and o's to the players performance it was all bad good cd all and deck looked like they were fucking fighting over who's paying for an abortion uh, the secondaries looked bad for a month, but they looked really fucking bad. For, why the fuck did Quinn come out playing so much zone when they've been man on man all fucking year? What what was the thought process there? They were he was. I don't know, man. The, the young receivers scared him. I don't get it. Well, he was playing two deep safeties too. When, yeah, like, they were up by three touchdowns and running the ball down our throat. It's like, that's like kind of basic. Why wouldn't you? DC strat, like bring your safeties up, 
Make them throw. Stop the run game. Get the ball back. Get the fucking ball well, back. I mean, the Packers implemented the game plan that was always scary. I mean, scary for the Cowboys, right? I remember the first game of the season. Yeah. The first game of the season the Jets. The Jets came out in the first quarter and basically ran the ball down the field. Yeah. And I remember being like, uh-oh. Like, you just can't do that in the NFL. You can't just let teams run you down the field. No. And then, of course, what happened in that game, which is what happened, Shay, in a bunch of games, was we got some interceptions. We scored really quick. Mm-hmm. And then it they reverted to back. Yeah. They yeah. reverted back to the, the, the worst strategy you can have against us is have to drop back, deal with fast pass rushers, and, like, DBs that can turn you over. Right. I mean, we don't and That's have how we won a lot of games. I mean, we it's not like, like we had one... a lockdown D. No, we have like one middle linebacker on the fucking roster. They're playing <laughs> safeties in the in the linebacking position all fucking year. And that I mean, it Dan Quinn has to be gone. That has to happen. I, but <laughs> my my issue is in what you year You think they're gonna fire Dan Quinn? Yeah, fuck yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. The last month, if you look at the last month of the season, the defense has not been good. Remember the Seahawks game? Like that it, we have not had a good defense the last four or five weeks of the season. It's been bad. Been fucking bad. And that's part of the problem. That's part of the critique I have with Dak. And I don't think – I mean, go out there and name me five more quarterbacks on the open market or that are going to be free agents or rookies that are going to be better than Dak. I don't think that exists. What I, what I think a problem is that everything has to go right for Dak to win in the playoffs, essentially. Except for the Tampa Bay game, he hasn't really – had a holy shit moment in the playoffs where he's just fucking dominated the team. And that's that's scary to me, but is he good enough to win a Super Bowl? I mean, yeah, I think he's serviceable. I mean, here's my thing. If Brock fucking Purdy, dude, if Brock Purdy can do it, then we need that offensive scheme. I want that fucking scheme now. Why can't we get it? Mm, I think it's the – I mean – can Dak win a Super Bowl? Yes, but not in an offense where they ask Dak to do high-level quarterback things, which is what we evolved into over this year was we became so focused on running this offense through Dak. Mm-hmm. He's not that kind of quarterback. He's not that kind of quarterback in high-leverage situations and in the playoffs. No. He's just not. No. Like, we need to go back to a solid run game. Yes. Okay. We need some defensive tackles that can stuff the run. Get some Mazes linebackers. Punk ass. Where the fuck's he been? Yeah. To win in the playoffs in, in, in the NFL and someone in college too, you have to you have to be able to run the football. Yep. Look at the and Niners. Have, they could run like a motherfucker. Yeah. Look at what happened to the Eagles the other night. They had 47 exactly. yards of rushing. Yep. They put everything on Jalen Hurts, just like we put everything on Dak. Right. Right. And you just become so dependent on this person. And unless they're like an absolute superstar. Unless you're Mahomes or Rogers or some yeah. god godlike talent in the fucking arm, you're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah. Just it's it's a it's turned to depression. I mean, the roommate's so upset with me because I just won't I'm not doing anything. You know, the kids want to talk to me, I can't look at them. Dog needs to get fed, I won't feed them. The chickens need to get out of the coop. I won't do it. 
I'm just, I'm barely, I mean, I made it to work today for the first day into the office and I didn't show up till like one in the afternoon. And there was some party that the office was doing, like, I don't know, kickoff party or some shit tonight. And I said, uh, nope, I ain't going. I have, I said I had liabilities with the roommate or whatever the fuck I said. But I mean, I I'm not in the mood to just hang out and smile at people, Hammer. Is it time to move into some acceptance, Shay, about the organization? That No, I've, I've always known that, like, Jerry's crazy and he's got his hand in too much and all that shit. But I also always thought that with this brand and this kind of exposure, it would attract somebody to go on another Jimmy Johnson-esque run. And I just... I think I'm accepting the fact that that is just not going to fucking happen. Maybe because Jerry measures success in dollars and media impressions versus t-shirt sales. Right. 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 Impression. How many followers I got on TikTok, Stephen? Right. Like how much (laughs) Stephen A. Smith talks about me. (laughs) Exactly. Did you see that? He was crying. Did you see him post game, dude? He was fucking crying. Hmm. Quivering lip and all that. Anyway, we'll we'll talk more about that. We got headlines, the you know playoffs. Talk about the NFL. We're obviously going to talk about college football. Um, uh, upcoming Vegas trip for Shea coming up. Um, Alabama saving that whole carousel, and then politics. Hammer, get ready Ooh. for the political stuff. We got new presidential odds ever since Vivek Ramazamamazamazamazam bailed out and we'll talk about that but uh playoffs 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 um speaking of playoffs Dak falls at two and five tied for the worst postseason record for any quarterback that has made a minimum of five playoff starts damn reading that is just fucking uh that's bad high leverage situation like you were talking about Mm. uh pat's hired a black coach uh, Jared Mayo used to play for him, got a couple rings. He was their linebacker coach, I believe. Uh, Boston has to be one of the most racist towns I've ever been to. I don't know if you've got that experience, Hammer. Uh, but, whoa, I bet there's some gringos upset New England. <laughs> I've never experienced that because oh, I'm white. And when I go there, I'm in like, <laughs> white. I always, well, I mean. I've never experienced like I am always in like Charlestown or somewhere. Racist as fuck. The Irish <laughs> hate minorities. Well, dude, Charlestown now parts of Charlestown it's black. Like, yep, fucking black. Not the not the area I went to is like super nice yuppie. Shit. Yeah, go to Roxbury one time. <laughs> See how the Irish pan out there. Anyway, I think it's hilarious, but uh, brings me back to my current situation. Harbaugh, Belichick, Vrabel are all in the open market, and this is the year that you don't fire your head coach. I think that's fucking indefensible for Jerry. I don't know when – you know, I don't want the hoodie, but he sure as shit would have been an upgrade. I mean, give me a fucking break. And I know all the the Cowboys beat riders are sucking Jerry's fucking shriveled up testicles. You don't understand how hard it is to work for Jerry and all the commitments you have to do as a quarterback or a coach. Shut the fuck up. Shut up! I fucking, I'm off track here. Anyway, 
Not who would you well. want? Like, let's say, let's say that Slowick out of, out of Houston. I think what okay. he's done with CJ Stroud is fucking awesome, and his offense makes fucking sense. Vrabel for sure. Uh, pre-snap penalties would have fallen off a fucking cliff. Not the hoodie, but number one would be Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Harbaugh, 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 period. Harbaugh. I think our guys would run through a fucking wall for him. I think yeah. he's the ultimate motivator. He took Colin fucking Kaepernick to the fucking Super Bowl. I think he wins everywhere he fucking goes. Harbaugh would be number one. But I think if they hired Slowick, I'd be like, fuck yes. Get that offense in here. I think Mike McCarthy's <laughs> offense sucks. I think it's just unimaginative and bullshit, and they don't put enough people in motion, and they don't run the ball enough. Even though he was the one saying that he wants to run the fucking ball. I mean, I remember that having Pollard as your only running back and and drafting Deuce fucking Vaughn is the most cowboy shit ever. Drafting the son <laughs> of a scout. It, it's the most Jerry Jones made for TV moment ever. Worthless. Could have got him yeah. in the seventh round or picked him up afterwards. It's fucking stupid. Just stupid shit. Dowdle was was a revelation, but they should have played him a lot fucking more. Tony did not look good, dude. Pollard did not look good at all. He's a situational back. He's not. He's a great back for fucking 10, 12 carries. Get him 10, 12 touches a a game, including passes. He's great, but he just doesn't hold up. There's nothing wrong with that. He just doesn't fucking hold up. Yeah, fuck me. Uh, rest of the playoffs, yada yada. I don't know. Like, I mean, the, the Texans are playing the Ravens. Ravens are like fucking. I think they're seven and a half point favorite. No, nine point favorites there. Uh, Packers are playing the Niners. That's like a seven and a half point game. Chiefs Bills. I mean, that's going to be the one to watch. That's I Sunday know. night. That's yeah. the one to watch. That's going to be good. Bucks and the Lions. I mean, if we won, we'd be playing the Bucks right now in the divisional round. Anyway, um, yay, football. We get two more weeks of it, right? Two and then the Super Bowl, three more weeks. Not good, Hammer, not good. Um, Let's move on to college football, please. Give me some good news. Uh, First off, Saban's gone. How do you feel? Talk to me. End of an era. I mean, the guy was a legend. Legend. The way he adapted to to – to the spread new, well, to the spread, to like, mm. I remember Tom Herman had a story like after he beat Alabama, he was the OC. Saban flew him down to Tuscaloosa and was like, Tell me what you did. And he right. Was like, well, here's the deal you recruit these 6'4, 250 pound linebackers that can't move in space and can't cover. Mm-hmm. So I just. Mm-hmm targeted them the whole game and then immediately his next recruiting class he was getting these like 6 2 220 yep yeah like spun down safeties right yep. and he it, so he wasn't stu- i mean i'm sure he had was his stubborn ways like you know but like not about evolving his teams you know? yeah right he kept evolving he kept learning i guess that's probably his biggest attribute i think the most admirable thing yeah is you're a god. You, anywhere you go, people fucking scream your name and call you the best ever. It'd be real easy to fucking hang your hat on that shit and not keep learning. And he just kept fucking learning and changing. That's fucking mighty impressive. But he I gone. can't. What is 
if if he gets on TV, it's going to be amazing. I would love for him. On we got to get him on TV, dude. You got to get rid of Corso. It's elder abuse at this point. I love Corso. Uh, that yeah, guy yeah. is barely holding it together. I know. Get rid of Corso. Put Nick Saban. It'd be a different vibe, but put Nick Saban up there. Nick Saban and Pat McAfee. Jeez, I wonder how that would fucking actually. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know if that would work at all, dude. Well, Saban's on McAfee once a week. It seems to go pretty well. I mean, I Saban definitely that. picks up on McAfee's bit and goes along with it a little bit. I did not know that. Is he getting paid too? Or was he? Of course. How about it? How about, you know what? I think Aaron Rodgers should retire and him and Saban should have a podcast. Oof. Just about politics and the culture wars. That's it. Politics and the Saban, don't get it twisted. Saban's a Southern Democrat. Saban is a lot more liberal than his fucking fan base would ever want to. Yeah, he's he's from uh, where's West Virginia? West Virginia. Is he from? He is. Mm -hmm. He's from Ohio, like. Well, Appalachia. He's from fucking West Virginia. Google that, dude. Give me the fucking Wikipedia on the greatest ever. Saban Wikipedia. Google that. Ooh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He's born born in West Virginia. He went to Kent State. Kent State, Appalachia. That's Ohio, West Virginia. Same fucking shit. This worst cell service. I think they jive because Saban, of all people, just appreciates excellence. And Pat, <laughs> Pat really was excellent at his position. That's something that not a lot of people before Pat. And like uh, Marquette King, you know the old, the black punter for the Raiders. Like, <laughs> like those like punter punting wasn't really swaggy until Pat showed up and really right. made it a brand, right? And I think Saban appreciates that a little bit. Yeah, three phases, three phases. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, Saban, my God. So how about my this? God. So you got Belichick, the greatest. You know, Ooh. is he Good the greatest NFL Saban. coach? Yes, so, so yeah, gr- greatest NFL coach of all time. I mean, some people throw it back to like you know, nineteen forty something. Modern that. football. Vince Lombardi. Oh. Okay. So greatest college football coach ever, mm-hmm. greatest NFL coach ever, and then the great, and then the the coach who was the best at both, and Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll won a national championship in college. Yeah, true. And won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. All right. But it only can be about politics. Well, yeah, I, they would be great on a show. But I'm saying they all retired within like 48 hours. Oh, that's, that's what wild. Mean. Yeah, maybe. Oh, you know why? Because the secret society they're involved in. They probably got that's done with right. the sacrificial sacrificing the children and drinking their blood, and they all had to call it quits. Mm. That mm. is weird. They all retired. That is weird. That's fucking yeah. weird. That's, I'm writing that down. Conspiracy number <laughs> Reddit, seven, Google. Number 74. Google, Reddit. Speaking of Reddit and Google and conspiracies, are you watching fucking uh, True Detective season four? I haven't started it, no. Okay. Just don't say, no, I don't, no, 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 I don't, I'm not nah. saying nothing. Next week we're okay. talking about it. We okay. are talking right. about it. I'm not saying a fucking word, but. Oof. Conspiracy theories, we, we do need to dig into Epstein in the list and some people still being fucking not <laughs> names being exposed. There's some fishiness, fish, fish going on here. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm in a better mood already. We're talking about 
Conspiracy theories. Uh, Bills dominated. Chiefs pretty much did. Baker Mayfield. Is it okay that I don't hate Baker Mayfield? I don't. Yeah. I never have. You should, you should hate him. I'm sorry. Ever since I saw the video of him trying to run from the cops in Arkansas, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. He's a piece of shit when it comes to, you know, what he says about Texas and all that crap. But I kind of like the redemption story. It's a cool story. Yeah. It's a cool I story. Agree. It's I I'm agree. sold on it. I'm fucking paying attention. It worked. You got me. I'm hooked. But I don't hate the guy. And if he fucking shows up and beats Dan Campbell at Detroit, I mean, you got to give him something there, dude. That I mean, that's a pretty good fucking art. Character development, brother. Mm. Okay, back yeah, to college football. That's what we need to talk about. Quinn Ewers, Arch Manning. Come on. So, um, terrorism in the SEC, all that stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> did the committee get it right? First off, we haven't talked since the playoffs. Do you think no. the committee got it right? I do, yes. Absolutely. Okay. I agree. I know people get upset about the Florida State thing, but no, fuck that off. That wasn't the, the best current team. state of that team was not the yeah. fourth best team in the country. No, I do think Georgia didn't deserve to go, but I do think they're one of the four best teams. So I don't know. I agree. You, I agree. you know what I'm I, saying? Like I agree. I agree, but it doesn't matter to that extent because of the championship, uh, games, right? Can we talk about? Uh, Michael Penix in Washington oh, playing like doing a 2019 LSU against Seriously. Texas in the Sugar Bowl. Yep. And then like and I realized wide open receivers. I, I realized Michigan's DBs and their deep their edges are better. The than Texas, yeah. They're best. Okay, it's a yeah. better defense. Yes, yeah. you can have two thoughts at the same time. One being. Michigan had better DBs and edges. They put better pressure on Penix, rattled them. But the dude couldn't miss in the Sugar Bowl. I think he, he completed missed. every 20-yard or further pass. It was so insane. I'm not kidding. I, I think he completed every single one. And well, yeah. half of them were on good coverage. Like, you're watching the replay, yeah. you're like, how the fuck did they drop in there? What the fuck? Over right. and over and over. Which I got tired of the lazy take of like, oh, it was just bad. Do you? I'm like, not. Nah. I mean, there was one where like it was just a broken coverage, right? And there was, yes. I don't know, if Polk or whoever was just like running wide open. But other than that, like he was just dropping dimes. And then yeah. I don't know if he just like blew his wad against Texas, yeah. but like he did. Uh, he he uh, was definitely off against Michigan, and that was like. Once it became apparent that wasn't going to work, like you're beat. And Michigan did what you know Texas should have done, which is just run the ball. Yep. Right. Um. But anyway, so 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 if you look, my question: if you look at um Michigan and Harbaugh, like is it are are they tainted at all to you, or is that just like? I don't okay. think that shit matters. I don't, I don't think so either. Yeah. That's so corny. That's such a it, you know when they took when they took Rick Pitino's championship away at Louisville because of hookers and blow. It's the same concept to me. Like so what? You had some tryhard doing some shit. Of course, other coaches knew about it, but you went game changing. Like they won the national championship. The dude has been locked in a yeah. cell somewhere hiding from media for the last fucking six weeks. Give me a break. Who cares? Yeah, I don't. I don't see a big deal with it at all. Yeah, I, I get you. Got to tip, tip your hat to um to Harbaugh, man. Like, 
he he came in. He, he couldn't beat Ohio State. Right. He built That's a right. roster to beat Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Right. Three years in a row. Right. Three years in a row. Now he rechange he rechanged his approach to personality. Beat Ohio State. Like. That team wasn't the sexiest team this year. I mean, JJ McCarthy, you know, they didn't ask him to do a whole lot. I don't, I don't know how much he could really do if they did, which is right. maybe why they didn't. Um, right. But like McCarthy made plays when he make plays. They could. It was. It was kind of like a throwback. Yes. Alabama team. Totally like agree. Two th- like early two thousand. Like Greg McElroy. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Just AJ we're gonna McCarran. play great defense. We can get after quarterback. We're going to run the football and man ball you in the trenches. Yeah, yeah. I, I, totally I got to be honest. Like, I, I know, I know. You could say like, well, Georgia kind of had that, but like, Georgia also had some pretty explosive dudes on the outside. And a fucking best tight end in college football. And the best, like, so I think that's you know they man ball definitely when they won back to back. But Michigan just flat out played some old school football this year. What was some Andrew yeah. Luck Stanford shit without Andrew Luck? yeah yeah it's a david shaw kind of approach right right? like no exactly fucking so but dude the great thing about college football now is jay Mm -hmm. like it kind of doesn't stop if you're if you're like really into it the portal you're the portal and like the rules around co- the the carousel so not only yeah so i didn't know yes please please talk about the portal Getting a coaching change and the portal opening back up. Explain that because I fucked this up last week. Go. So the the portal after the season for all teams, I think it's like a seven days after your last game. Mm-hmm. It's seven to fourteen days. I can't remember which, but like it's within that realm. So like obviously, you know, Michigan and Washington were like the last teams to play. So their teams were kind of the last where people could leave and go to the, like out of the port, which usually like you're not going to portal out if you're an actual like good player until after the season. Right. Right. Of course. Um, now like you do have some kids at portal before, like we had a couple of kids at UT portal before the playoffs, but like none of them were going to play. Right. Correct. So, but when you get into the care, the coaching carousel, especially I mean, last year you had Brian Kelly. The Brian Kelly move was big, right? Like that right. kind of, like that created like a little bit of a shuffle. Now you have Saban. You have DeBoer leaving to replace him. Yep. You then have, um, uh, what's, what's the guy from, from Arizona? Arizona? Yeah. yeah. Um, God, I'm drawing a blank. Anyways, he goes to UW. Right. So when that happens, those players on that team now it triggers a 30 day window That's where the, the players on that team can can leave and go into the portal. That's the they key. Can transfer out. That's the kicker. Right. So, so it, Saban it waits just for them. Right. Just for those teams. It does. And w- the market dynamics are the portal, the good pl- like the portal's massive. Right. I think there's like twenty five hundred players in the portal at one point, like in December. Right. Yeah. Like most of those players probably won't get scholarships. Like they're done. Sure. Like they should just stay, like get a free education, not play and like have a good time in college. Right. But they think differently of themselves. But, but then you have like the upper echelon of like the top 5%, which are like 
starters who on good teams that can go to better teams and be starters for NIL reasons, for player development reasons, for they want to win a natty reasons, whatever it is, like that 5%, let's call it, let's say that's a hundred. Let's, let's say that's a hundred, right? Yeah, okay. players. All right. That number shrinks over, over December, right? Because those players start committing to schools. So then you get to the playoffs or let's call it like the week after the playoffs when those players are able to finally go in the portal. Like that, that you, now you're down to like, there's only really like 10 of those players. Right. Right. So then when you trigger a, 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 a coaching change, 30 day window, like the teams that have like Alabama now, which is like losing tons of players that the like pool of players they can go get has mm-hmm. shrunk considerably. Right. So they're right. in a really tough spot where they have everyone exiting. Now they can go get Washington players. They can go get Arizona players, but they're not going to get the, even like the, some of the Georgia players, they're not going to get the players from Ohio state. They're, you know, the Oregon, like those teams that, you know, those guys all signed up somewhere else two weeks ago. So it, it's, it creates an interesting dynamic Mm. where now Alabama, I mean, as of, you know, an hour or two before we got on, I mean, they're, they're Caleb Downs, who's all American safety, like one of the best DBs in the country just went in the portal yep. earlier today. They lost their top wide receiver. Hello. They're, they're about to lose their starting. They lost their start, starting tight end. They lost their starting right. Ta- I mean, it's like you go down, I sent you that text with like a yep. you know, depth chart. It's like it's 40, it's 40, like 35 to 40% of their starting lineup is in the portal. Fucking nuts, dude. Which is interesting. Does this in mean, the, though, that like, like ADs who want to get rid of a coach are going to do it earlier because they want to be able to have a new coach be able to pull from the portal? It's ah. a good question. Yeah, I mean, yeah, John, I think you're right. I mean, I think, but it depends, like, if you're going to can a coach it's better to do it earlier anyways because you want to lock up there's two there's two thoughts on it right right if it's like an absolute shit show like get rid of them like Jimbo Fisher as soon as possible so that you can try and keep your current recruiting class but also you want to be able to protect like people from leaving to go in the portal the flip side of that is if you wait long enough the kids that are going to portal don't really have a lot of options. Right. Fair. Fair. So yeah, there's yeah. like a whole new like game theory that all these ADs have to go through, John, to your point of like when to fire people. Plus like – That's a fucking good wrinkle right there, dude. I didn't think but, of that. But when, but yeah, but then like, like do you really want to be – like where do you want to be in the carousel cycle? Well, like, let me ask you this though. Let's say you fire your coach fucking three-quarters of the way – through the year, right? You fire that coach, you got to have an interim, so you get the OC or the DC to step up and be your interim head coach. You either got to stick with him or f- you fire him again, or you fire him at the end of the year, and then the portal opens up on you anyway, right? Well, so like A&M. Right. They fired exactly. Jimbo. They made um, – what's his name? Robinson. But if you fire him during the season – if you hire their replacement during the season – does that mean the portal never opens up at the end of the year? Again? I'm- no, no. The minute you fire your coach, it triggers 
a third. So of it could be mid-season. Up. Okay, all right. Yeah, but no one's really hiring a coach mid-season, though. No, right? but if you had a DC or an OC on staff that you fucking love, like, you know, swoop yeah. in. Week six, fuck it. If that didn't trigger a portal. But if, I guess, you know, that's going to be actually more important because if you get good OCs and DCs, it would be easier just to promote them from within the team so you don't trigger a fucking exodus, right? Because Bama... You lose Saban, everybody's gone. If Saban could have handpicked Sark, if Sark was still on on the fucking staff, and he could have just ushered in a new coach that knows the system and Saban endorses, I think you would have had a lot less pieces fucking running and hiding. Well, see, that's the case that um, Arizona. I think that's what Saban wanted to do. I think that is what Saban wanted to do when he when he got well, Sark on campus. Yeah, I mean, allegedly he was like coaching waiting, but uh, like so was Will Muschamp when he was at Texas. So, you know, whatever. Fair. Like, I don't know how true any of that is, but like Arizona, the fans, well, more so the players, they want Johnny Nansen, who is the DC, to be the head okay. coach. Okay. After Fish left. The problem is Johnny Nansen, who was a great DC at Arizona, just signed a contract at the University of Texas to be our linebackers coach. Oh, <laughs> like we oh. whoops. So they so you have these players that are saying, We want this guy. So then the AD has to make the decision of like, do I want to lose my roster? Right. Right? Or do I want to hire the like if Johnny Nansen's the right coach, then yeah, you do it. But like maybe he's not. And right. I think maybe they made the right pick. They got the guy from San Jose State who's got more head coaching experience. But like they have to make those same thing at A and M with they had the interim coach and waiting the terrorism right. Do they want to support Al Qaeda or Al Jihad? It's a question. Once you once you ex- you want to explain that reference? Well, yeah, Qatar, which sponsors terrorism around the world, um, has invested a shit ton of money into Tamu um, and given them a whole lot of money to run experiments, including nuclear energy shit and splitting atoms and all kinds of defense applications but they own all this shit now so they own all the experiments they get all the paperwork they get all the government secrets that team because for the people that don't know a lot of government innovation comes from universities that's why they funnel so much cash into these genius motherfuckers on the east coast and at stanford because a lot of the innovation from the defense department and even internally in the state department comes from government-funded research conducted at universities I bet you motherfuckers didn't know that. I knew that, but that's a fact. So now foreign governments are doing it. China's been doing it for a minute. But now, for the first time that I've ever seen, Qatar has invested a shit ton into an SEC school. <laughs> and A&M has taken, what was it, like $100 million? Something fucked up like that, right? I thought it was more than that, but yeah. <laughs> Hundreds of millions of, of dollars. And Qatar, you know, loves investing in other things like International terrorism. So that's cool. So are you saying that Texas A&M has used, used some of that money yeah. for their 2022 recruiting class, the greatest recruiting class ever? Correct. And, they, and they, that's <laughs> the same money, that is the same money that finances <laughs> a little-known group called Hamas. So mm. uh, a lot of fuel that Hamas sends – or that Qatar sends to Hamas, so Hamas can sell it for cash, um, yada, yada, yada. You know, Qatar also was a pillar of fundraising for Al-Qaeda. You might have heard of them. Um, 
The 9-11 commission talks about that a lot. It but should be noted, too, in recent news, Qatar and Iran, very tight. Yes, correct. Got some shit hopping off in the Middle East, y'all. Oh, side note, Hammer, I uh, called into DP like I normally do after a Cowboys game on Monday. And, you know, I was pretty upset and yada yada and all this shit. Um, and there was a, a phrase that I had thought of that I wanted to use. <laughs> And yeah, that no phrase drama. was, okay, the Cowboys got beat worse than a Palestinian protester at a Greg Abbott rally. And everybody was calling me <laughs> racist on the internet. You fucking Really? Oh, dude. All these people came out of the woodwork. Like, hashtag Shay is a racist. All this shit, right? Trying to make really? it viral. I swear to Christ. Dude, I, swear I to Christ. kind of, when I saw the video of that. <laughs> Come on! But- by the way, he, he sent out like an email from like Dan Patrick that was like the the subject line of the email was like Shan Irving upset about Cowboys loss. I was like, wow. He sent an email awesome. to you? Well, to his subscribers. Oh really? Yeah, the, the subject line was like Shan Irving. Anyways, <laughs> I heard you say that and I was like, Oh, you're totally getting canceled. Like <laughs> Well, not to like be it, fair, if you, if you haven't been canceled yet, right? that's true. That's fair. A Palestinian, a motherfucking pro-Palestinian protester was actually beat up at a Greg Abbott rally, like the day before. <laughs> no, that actually no. happened. That's what I was referencing. This dude stood I, up, I know. And was like, free Gaza, and it, these good old boys were like, shut, shut the fuck up! They grabbed him and threw him the fuck outside, which was hilarious. Uh, yeah, one of them had like a Lorenzo Llama like duster, yeah. like leather duster on. <laughs> That's what yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah, like a that leather cowboy hat. No, yep, let's he... take this boy out back. <laughs> That's right. He was like, get your fucking hands off me. Like, Come here, boy. He beat his ass and threw him out. I mean, the good news is that Jews run the media, so I won't face any punishment. Uh, oh, because wow. of a Palestinian protest. So we're good. We're in the clear, brother. Woohoo. Uh, hashtag Shay is a racist, for those of you that care. Um, so we... wait, does that mean... So, what? <laughs> staunch, staunch Greg Abbott defenders were calling you racist? Is that no, 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 no? The, the fucking hippie libs were like, one of them. There was one comment that was like, and I hope this, the, I hope they punched the Zionist back in the nose. I was like, whoa, all right, fucking calm down, everybody. Relax. I would have thought, I would have thought the libs would be on board with you, being like, yeah, that wheelchair and no. son of a bitch does beat us up. Fair. I mean, they were very upset that I said Palestinian protester. I guess. I don't know why. How is that racist, by the way? I, I'm going to guess the average Dan Patrick fan, no slight here, also a slight, doesn't know who Greg <laughs> Abbott is. <laughs> like, how they is just that heard, They just heard Palestinian, pro, Palestinian protester. And First probably. off, if you're a Palestinian protester and you go to like a super-duper pro-Israel rally, like you're going to get beat up. But how is that racist to point that out? That's what I, that fails to register with me. How is that xenophobic? Yeah. That same thing was like a Jew shows up at a democratic socialist convention and starts talking about Zionism. Like, you're probably going to get beat up, dude. Doesn't mean I'm anti-Semitic to point that the fuck out. Hello. But anyway, they tried to cancel me. A lot of haters. I get, I, get, I get beat up on Twitter all the time. I get shit on all the time on the Twitter. It's kind of part, it comes part and parcel, I guess. A lot of people hate me on the internet. I don't give a fuck. You stir the pot a little bit. You I can't do. stir the pot, though, these days. Like, people don't, 
Like they don't. It's like comedians, right? Like True. comedians can't talk about anything anymore because it's like you're canceled, know. bro. You're fucking canceled. Yeah, I think there's going to be like a resurgence of of racism or race based comedy. I should say a resurgence. Like when we were growing up, there was a whole lot of that. Well, have you heard? Have you heard Mark Norman, the comedian? No, is that the Canadian? No, no, he's from like New Orleans with LSU. No, 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 no. He's he's on Rogan a lot with Shane Gillis and Shane Gillis, the man. Fucking He moved into my neighborhood, actually. No shit. Um, He's doing well. Yeah, no, dude. Come on. (laughs) I don't. Um, no, my buddy saw him at Starbucks. He's like, you're Shane Gillis. He's like, yeah. And he was like, what are you doing here? He's like, are you doing like a, are you doing Rogan? He was like, no, I moved into like blah, blah, blah neighborhood. Yeah. He's like down the street. Like, Good for I him. love, I love Shane Gillis. Like he's one of my, hilarious. this is the guy who got canceled from Saturday Night Live. He got canceled Saturday Night Live. Mark Norman kind of has that kind of bit like you were talking about. And I'm just waiting for him to get canceled. It's <laughs> like, he he's always poking the bear on that kind of stuff. Um, uh, what Israel stuff? And he, like no, like race based comedy, race based comedy, and like I'll I'll watch it with like my wife's like an uber like ex hippie, like you know, like oh yeah, you know my Bernie, wife. like Fuck the whole it, yeah. deal, oh, yeah. yeah, and like oh, she even yeah. laughs at it, <laughs> like like, but like she's also oh like, my god, I'm on Twitter. <laughs> One of his tweets, why do so many Jewish people wear glasses? They have tunnel vision. That's yeah, like he, like, obviously a lot of people get upset with that, but like, Come on, they built he's, purpose, he's purposely doing that to like, throw back to the day. When of course. Kobe could do, like, and like, he's like, Ari Shapir is like one of his best friends who's like Jewish. Like, that's the thing that's kind of like, it's like, it's a bit. It's a social, it's social it's, commentary. Is what it is. It's fucking good yeah. for the soul. Anyway, I, I expect a resurgence there. I think it's me. There's been a whiplash already in all this shit. There's already a cultural fucking backlash. Everybody getting so fucking weird and and, and soft. Um, oh, college football. Quinn Ewers, uh, Arch Manning. Quinn's. I mean, they're going to be battling this out in spring ball, or is this a given that Quinn's starting over Arch? Or what's the story there, Hammer? Um, I think it's Quinn's job. Like, I, I mean, I, just like. say, what, I mean, I, I think the thinking is like, if Quinn can get better at processing better, uh-huh. like seeing the field a little bit better and, and being more of just, which he got, he got better at this year, just being more of a distributor. Like he, he can, he can get himself to a place where he's a first, second round draft pick. Right. That's why he came back. Correct. He's got the physical tools. He needs to get stronger, and his he needs to build. I mean, he gets hurt too much, but he needs to get I mean, Arch will play. He will get hurt, and Arch will play. But it's Quinn's job. I mean, right. I, I don't know. Like, like and there's no chance just, like, of Arch transferring. He's not going no, anywhere. He's no. not unhappy. Okay, no, but I'm asking like, for the Twitter. No, like he's very happy where he's at. Like he is bought into, you know, learning, getting better. He's not like, this is the Mannings. Like, not only are they 
like the greatest family ever of quarterbacks in the history of football. They're also like highly successful business people too. Like his dad runs like, like a PE font. Like these aren't like get rich quick people who are like, well, we're like, we're going to go to Georgia and like get more NIL. Like they don't need money. They want him to be in a place where he's going to have the best chance to be a great NFL football player. Well, great college football, but like build him for the NFL. And they, they believe since day one, which is why they went with UT that Sark can do that over all these other schools that when UT was down, were like flabbergasted that he would do that. Georgia, Alabama, et cetera. Right. And they're sticking with the plan. You know, I'm sure they thought Quinn would develop quicker and that Arch would play next year, but that's just not the timeline, you know, but like, I don't know, man. Like, are they, is it really an open competition? I doubt it. Right. Okay. All right. I mean, I'm, I'm just curious. I'm like, I'm going to the spring game, dude. I'm going to the spring game. I'm going to be watching. I'm going to see, like, I've heard from people that have been to practices that Arch, I heard during the season that Arch was playing better than Quinn. Like, during the season of practices. Now, mm. Quinn was hurt. And that was one – it's two people. One's like a kind of booster. The other's a doctor that, like, is part of the team kind of physician group. They both said the same thing. They felt like Arch was – threw the ball better in practice. Doesn't mean he's better playing the game. But that tells you how close a lot of people think he is. Some people think he is, right? Yeah. I mean, I get it. I guess. So, all I know is if we repeat – Arch Manning transfer, Arch Manning transfer enough times and it goes in like show notes that like more people will come to our podcast. Yes. Good idea. Good idea. <laughs> well, there, you ever listen to Cover Three podcasts? Yeah. They do that bit like all the time where they, when they talk about Texas, they just say Arch Manning, Arch Manning transfer, Arch Manning portal <laughs> like 15 times and then they have like a rational conversation about it, but they want it in the show notes so that they get like the hits of people looking for that. Fuck the yes, notes. Fuck. This episode's called Arch Manning is transferring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Just do it. Yes. Really. I guarantee you we'll get more downloads. Right, I'm doing it. Good. We'll get a lot of hate too. I can't wait. Uh, can we get on to the politics for all you squeamish fucking nerds? This is the time to log off because we're getting into it today. Uh, political presidential odds. We also uh, got to talk about the worst neocon in the world. Last name Haley, first name I can't pronounce it, but she goes by Nikki, uh, just like Raphael Edward Cruz and Barack Hussein Obama. So that's bipartisan, y'all. You're welcome. Oh, Nimarada. Nimarada Haley. Sorry. Nimarada Haley has refused to debate Ron DeSantis uh, in New Hampshire, so they canceled the debate. Here we fucking go. Presidential odds. Hammer, what is your bet going to be if I told you election odds of a winner of the presidential campaign? Winner. Doesn't have to serve, just has to win. We got Trump is moved to plus 132. Joe Biden plus 210. Where's the smart money, Hammer? For, for just being elected. Well, yeah, you got to be sworn in, I think. Yeah, that's how they do it. You have to be sworn in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, Sleepy Joe plus two ten. I wow. I know. I don't. I mean, what like? What are the Democrats running on other than like January sixth? Which look, look like whatever. Say what you will about that. I personally think it's a big deal, but like whatever. Yeah. But like you can't just run on negatives of the other person. Right. You have to have a platform of like, like financial stability for the middle class. I mean, all the things, right? And like you don't. I don't know. I don't really pay attention to politics anymore because it's like depressing and I've given up up on that ever like being a good thing for me. Um, So, um, I I mean, I guess you. Well, it's fine. You live in Shane Gillis's neighborhood, so you're fine. I do. (laughs) So I I just get I I go to Shane Gillis stand ups at the local coffee shop, and I'm happy, Uh, and I ignore everything uh, else that goes on. (laughs) John, you do you know with you take care of all that and I just worry about my little life. Um, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I don't, I don't Do you see Biden with, winning. Do you see Biden I don't, winning? I, look, like, what do elections come down to? Single white women. Where? Throughout the country. What do you mean? Yeah, oh, but state? like right, specific, right, right, right. well, right. like what, like suburbs, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Childless like specifically, white women, I should say specifically childless white women. And is that is that? Democrat. It's it comes thought, it comes down to like less than a hundred thousand votes in like suburbs in like four different states. Right, that's realistically what it is. Right. Okay. Right. What are what are those what are those states? Let's see. Pennsylvania, Michigan, Ohio, Georgia, Wisconsin, Michigan. Usually, Michigan. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, are the are they are, are those women? And, and it's single women. I, I, I thought it was childless. They are fucking childless. Cats. They got cats. They got piercings. <laughs> they got fucking complicated coffee orders. That is driving this country. <laughs> That's who it is. I'm telling you. That's who the fuck is. They're fucking back. This year. That might actually be the most bipartisan thing about, among like women under 30 is like complicated coffee orders that d- oh. that does not discriminate i just want to throw <laughs> you stuck behind one of those fucking morons so do you think that like what's the percentage of those women that are gonna vote that's what it comes down 70 percent vote democrat for sure you think 70 per- well Fuck do you yeah. think 51 percent are gonna vote for donald trump <laughs> that's because that's i mean that's the like dumb math equation right like sure Super dumb, but yeah. I just don't see it. Here's here's the other. I wouldn't even make a bet on the presidential odds right now. I would make a bet, and I think, where the fuck is she? <gasps> they don't have her listed anymore. Big Gretch. Big Gretch is off the board. <gasps> Dude, that's my favorite number. She was like plus 10,900. Okay. Uh, presidential. Yeah, for, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck, my favorite governor. That's not. Ned Lamont. I like Ned Lamont. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. He's cool. He's like a trust fund baby who did good. It's a class trader that we all need, just like Tucker. That's why I love Tucker. Class <laughs> trader. More of him. Ooh, speaking of Tucker, we have U.S. presidential election futures Republican nominee. Tucker Carlson is only plus 1,900. That's it. Ooh. Vivek Ramosa Wamasa is plus 600. <laughs> 
But Ooh, didn't, the didn't, didn't he just ba- didn't he just bow out? Yeah, he bowed out. He got third or fourth place, and uh, Asa Hutchinson bowed out. Vivek bowed out of Iowa after Iowa, both of them. Uh, Ron DeSantis barely got second. What a fucking shit campaign they've run, by the way. Shit campaign. But on a, if Nikki Haley wins the nomination, there is zero fucking chance I'm voting for her. Zero. I will vote for Biden over her, 100%. Is there any think, chance that Donald Trump doesn't win? Well, he could win but be in jail. Like, really? Like, in yeah. jail or, like, indi- like indicted like with, Fanny, like, well, went The court case is like, by the way, she's a fucking peach. You see she got busted... Hiring her lover to per- prosecute Trump? Did you see this? No. <laughs> so Fanny is a prosecutor in Fulton County. She is an idiot. Her name is Fanny Taifa Willis. And she brought charges against Trump for interfering in the election and all that stuff. She's a district, ca- district uh, motherfucking attorney from Fulton County. She's like, Trump, we're going to get you. And this is a state case, so he can't pardon himself, and nobody can pardon him on federal shit because it's a state case. The Georgia prosecutor is leading the inquiry. She hired a dude to run the investigation. He is a former district court fucking attorney. He's been paid over $600,000 to do this. And, oh, by the way, she's sucking his dick. They're lovers, and she hired her lover to prosecute the biggest case in her political career and in this country's political history. Mm. Fucking idiot. She's about to give this shit away. Uh, But she has been accused of improper relations uh, between her and who she hired. It's pretty, I mean, pretty amazing that... uh, they did this. Apparently, her and Mr. Wade have traveled personally together to such places as Napa Valley, Florida, and the Caribbean, and that Mr. Wade had bought cruise ship tickets for them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Carnival? <laughs> Norwegian? Do we know? What are we talking here, Fanny? Yeah. How much does he love that ass? River uh, cruise? The filing, yep. the filing states that Mr. Wade, who has his own private practice, has earned more than $650,000 for his work with the prosecutor's office. Yeah, so she's. But like, is the like I don't keep track of any of this shit. Like, like is he? But he could get locked up on that shit. He could get locked up on that shit, and that would be like a constitutional crisis, right? Because I'm pretty sure. Well, when is that? When is that trial ending? That's the question. It's before November. He's on trial. He could be found guilty of election interference, but then like. Where's the, when's the sentencing? It's not oh. the trial's not supposed to end till winter twenty twenty four. You're kidding. And that's that's vague, but that's wait. That's the Georgia one. Yeah. So he could be president and then get convicted. Wait, wouldn't Kemp just fucking pardon him? Can Kemp pardon the state charge? Right. The governor can pardon the state charge for sure. Mm. Yeah. Kemp would just pardon him. What are we even talking about? Okay. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. sorry. No, I missed my mute button. No, governors can't. They cannot pardon state charges. They, Why not? Oh, sorry, they can't. They can't issue pardons. The 
most states have a board of pardons. So, like, when OJ was trying to get out of jail in Nevada, mm-hmm. he had to go before a board. Mm-hmm. And the board, it's like a, it's like a five to seven person panel. Well, the real question uh, is who's sitting of, on that board in Georgia right now, and how do you appoint people to said board? That's right. the fucking question. Because you got to stack that board right fucking now, just in case. Hmm. Georgia prosecutor Fannie Willis proposed an August 5th trial that would overlap with the election. She's trying timed it perfectly. Mm. Is there any Mm-mm. chance that Joe Biden is in the nominee? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Joe Biden. I've been kind of like the last year I've been like, all right, this isn't really happening, is it? Like Right, same, same. Like they're not right? like something like they're going to bring someone in, right? Have to, have to. But I think, okay, here's the deal. I think the Democrats know that Joe is asleep at the wheel when it comes to campaigning. I'm not saying the guy's senile, but I'm saying he doesn't have the energy to do a legit presidential campaign, right? That's that's not controversial. Everybody can understand that, seeing him talking or walking or all that shit. But they know that Kamala is going to lose any election she runs in because she is a fucking idiot, right? They know that. Neither one of those two can speak on camera at all. Sorry, they just don't have it. So they're going to say, Joe's sick. Let's do a fake primary for the last couple states. They'll have to open it up, and there's going to be a fight on the convention floor. Kamala's going to have her votes, and then they're going to put up Big Gretch, Gavin Newsom, shit like that. And there'll be a fight on the convention floor, convention floor and who's going to be the Democratic nominee. Fucking fireworks. It's going to be sweet. You think that's going to happen? Yeah, absolutely. That's, I'm calling that. Yeah, call my shot right so, there. So, so I agree. Like, I don't like Kamala Harris to me is non-starter. Yeah, totally agree. So zero chance. Uh, Gavin, I don't. I mean, no way in hell for me. That's a big yeah. no. You you like Big Gretch? Big Gretch, love Big Gretch. Okay, love Big Gretch. Effective. She's increased union membership. I know all my right wing fans. And friends will get mad about that, but I think uh, putting power into the people is important. But I'm scared about the border, and I'm scared about, you know, any woke shit, kids cutting their titties off and whatnot. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a problem. Sorry, that's controversial. But did you? But I read something today, a uh, shocker, uh, about the border and how humans in America feel about it. Um, it's something like 55% want a wall, 60% want to like limit illegal immigration and like 70% want to kick out illegals. Like the, the, the mood has shifted. And if Trump runs against Biden, you're going to have a fucking problem with immigration. That is going to be a flashpoint because a lot of people are stopping and saying, shit, fuck that cycle was right. I think Big Gretch can can counter that because I think she'd also be tough on the border to protect union wages. Bing, bang, boom. You think Big that brain. she said that, or you think it's an that's easy her sell? Play? Easy okay. play. You think that's her play? Absolutely. She doesn't come out and say it. Okay. No, she can't say anything. She's not running for president, quote unquote. Why would Gavin Newsom pull all these stops out for Ron DeSantis and all this other bullshit if he didn't know? If somebody in the DNC didn't say, hey, listen here, man, there's a real fucking opportunity that Joe ain't running and we can't have Kamala. So get your fucking ass out there and start, start shaking leaves. 
Shake a tree. You think that's what happened when he absolutely, absolutely. Okay. He didn't just do that out of his fucking from the, no. He somebody talked got in his fucking ear. Somebody high in the DNC got in his fucking ear. Hold on, conspiracy number seventy-five. <laughs> I'm writing all these dear, down. All right, dear diary. <laughs> yeah. Another day has passed. Another conspiracy. <laughs> Uh, okay, interesting. But you don't think he's got a shot against Big Gretch? I think Big Gretch wipes the fucking floor with Donald Trump. But I think Donald Trump beats Kamala, beats Gavin Newsom, beats Elizabeth Warren, Dean Phillips, Joe Biden. I think he beats all of them. And I think Why do Ron you think DeSantis he beats Newsom? Because some of the polling that came out like a year ago didn't really align with that. Because I think if you if you shine a light on Newsom's actual track record and his history, his personal history, for one, he's not he can't be talking shit about Trump when this dude's a fall down yeah. drunk fucking Gimberly gut. I mean, that guy's a fucking womanizer. Everybody knows it, and that shit's gonna blow up if he really runs for president. I feel like his, his ex girlfriend qual- disqualifies him among yeah, Democrats, right. let alone his COVID response was pretty insane. The French Laundry shit. His reaction to crime and immigration is pretty out there and not in line with the regular American voter. Um, I think it's going to be a hard sell to to win Western Pennsylvania or Michigan when it comes to shit like that. But, Big Gretch would sweep but, that shit. But, but he's a charmer. And who, did we say de- who did we say decides elections? That's right. Well, no, they're all Single lesbians. women. And that hate penis. Like... Wait. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't know that. All right. <laughs> they're childless. They hate men. Oh, They've been passed over. They wouldn't got a master's, and now they're single and all ozempic. They hate life. Do, do, do you have cohorts that take ozempic where you live? Oh, are you kidding me? You, you, you go to soccer practice this year versus last year? Holy <laughs> shit. Holy shit. <laughs> You look great. It's unbelievable. Yeah, you same look great. thing. Yeah. What the fuck? How did everybody lose twenty pounds? Anyway, oh Dude. yeah. If they give it that shit, I don't know why they don't just give it away at the pharmacy here. You could charge three grand a month if you fuck. You'd have a line out the door. <sighs> We're gonna outlive them, the thyroid cancer victims. I'm <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's fucking everywhere out here. I'm sure it's everywhere where you're at too. Yeah, it's pretty big. Pretty sweet. It's pretty big. Anyway, all right. So you, so you, so you're putting your bet on Trump then? Sounds like against those bums. Yes, I think he would get smoked by Big Gretch. Um, and I think, but I think Ron DeSantis beats Joe Biden pretty soundly too. I'd vote for Ron for sure. I would never vote. But how does that happen? Like, let's walk through that. So Trump's Trump's in jail or prison. Yeah, but Trump's the nominee before any of that stuff's determined. Right, but he would have to, like, I mean... What are the logistics out. of that? If So you're the nominee, he ain't bowing out of anything. First yeah, off. that's true. <laughs> like, that's point. He'll be in an orange uh, suit getting sworn in over the fucking... Right, he's here. like, yeah, like... <laughs> so? <laughs> write me a letter. Felony, schmate felony. Like, he's <laughs> right. like, you didn't give a fuck. Hey, fuck you! Or he flees to Vietnam right before he gets arrested because there's no extradition. <laughs> <laughs> Just runs the country like a mafia boss inside prison, like from Vietnam. I mean, they're not, he's not actually going to go to prison. I can't imagine he does, but if he does, January 6th will look like a fucking walk in the park, dude. 
it will be a shit show. You think? Yeah. You're oh my god, dude! It's gonna be nuts. I kind of just want to, you know, I want to see all this shit because the more crazy shit that happens, the closer and closer we get to a benevolent dictator just taking away all of our choices and letting us relax. Mm, I think the more the craziness goes on on both sides, the more we get shoved in the middle, and I think that's where we need to be. No, 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 no. I know you don't like that. Absolutely not. That is futile. That is awful. That is just the oligarchy and plutocracy winning. We need a benevolent dictator to seize the wealth, shut down the border. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I mean, for example, we have a housing crisis here, right, Hammer? Uh Uh-huh. All over the country, housing crisis this, housing crisis that, yada, yada, yada. Anytime you want to build... A, Wait, are uh, you talking about how my, the value of my house went down after COVID? Like that crisis? No, damn it. Like, there's oh. not enough places to live or rent. Everything's so expensive, so kids can't start a family because they don't have a home, and they're living with their parents and all that shit, right? <sighs> the solution is to build more houses. Everybody agrees. Capitalism wins. Build more houses. But every time you try and build a fucking house... There's a 12-person committee that makes you study it for three years. There's an environmental impact committee that makes you study it for six years. And then there's the fucking lobbyists that say, if you build a house next to, build an apartment complex next to my house, my value goes down. Benevolent dictator says, fuck all y'all, and just builds to the sky. Just like China, man. That's how you do it. It's like the China, the China model. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's sitting right there in front of us. <laughs> it's, it's how's so the China obvious. working? How's the China model working out, Shay, by the way? Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? As long as you're a fucking member of the high ranking Politburo, life's good. I mean, okay. it kind of depends how you look at it, right? If you look at like, okay, like they kind of got a lot of good shit going on. They do. We Which, are halfway they, there already. In this some ways, if you take away personal freedoms, yes, and like some of that stuff, it starts really? not looking that great. But like, what? <laughs> they're like, like kids can't be on iPads more an hour a day. I'm like, yes. yeah, like that. Ban like, TikTok. I love, yes. yeah, like, yeah, like, absolutely. Shut the border down. Okay, done. <laughs> That's it. Walls built. <laughs> Fuck you, mean eminent domain. Seize all the fucking ranches. Don't give a shit. But I've had this in my family for 200 years. Shut the fuck up. It's mine now. Wall built. <laughs> I don't know where that is on the political spectrum. I mean, you're kind of. Yeah. yeah, it's hard for people to call me a liberal or a conservative. <laughs> right. You're, <laughs> you're maybe you're also, in the middle. You should ban usury. And there should be a people's bank at every post office in America. So it's very uh, important. I just texted you both a picture of Victor Ramasawamasawamasan, as Shay calls him, and Trump standing next to each other. And we need to discuss this because Vic, Vic there, old Vic, looks maybe a, an inch taller than Don. Oh, shit, he does. Don, Don is listed at 6'3". Vic is, I believe, listed at 5'9 or 5'10". So either... Yeah, Don's a liar, or Vic is wearing some Ron DeSantis high heels. But yeah, it's you, against you the law for him to be above six feet. Everybody knows that. There's no chance. Oh man, that's weird. He's got to be on a ramp or something, right? There's got to be a ramp at the podium or some shit. Sometimes there's a riser there, but usually it's the whole stage. So look at they Trump. Don't look at Trump. Trump just fucking glowing. <laughs> what a nut, dude! What a nut. 
Remember when what's, he got what's COVID? Vi- what's, vi- what's Vivek? <laughs> hey guys, what's Vivek's play? Oh, v- I don't know v- why v- I call him Victor, but yeah. VP all day. VP. That's what he wants. Or Department of Labor. Really? Oh yeah, dude. Why does he oh, want yeah. Department of Labor? Just to put your name on a Wikipedia page and your grandkids to be happy about something once in their fucking life. Is it like I've made a gajillion dollars? I'm bored doing that. I want to go like do something else. Like yeah, I want to be in the spotlight. I want all that shit, which I've uh, never understood. Okay. But I mean, he's plus six hundred right now for a VP. I, that's not a bad bet. Who's got I the think. best odds? Best odds is Christy Nome in South Dakota. I don't understand that at all. Mm. Like that's not are you gonna help with women, I guess. What the fuck ever? Sarah Huckabee Sanders plus twenty five hundred. I think those are good odds. But if I'm Trump, I'm getting Tucker Carlson and I'm putting him in charge of the border. That's it. Let chaos ensue. Deportation start at noon. Happy January twentieth. So Vivek's campaign doesn't. It's not completely separate to me in my mind from Beto's 2020 run, where he oh, like knew he was so wasn't going to run, but he's just angling for a cabinet <clears> spot. <throat> Something. Or an it seems kind of the same to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, except Beto's had so much more like happiness involved. The gun thing. If he would have just shut the fuck up about the guns. Just shut the fuck up about the guns. Stupid. There's no winning. Are you going to seize guns? What the fuck's the matter with you? You don't tell the people that. You just fucking do it, idiot. (laughs) God, whatever. It's really the strategy, right? Like, you talk about that when you're in the primary, but when you're a general, you shut the fuck up about it, and then you go do it. Whatever that it is, right? Declare martial law, suspend the Bill of Rights, and get to work. That's what the people really want. Are, is there choices, a movement decisions. of your Twitter followers who are on board with this show? Is this resonating? No, there's literally no, I don't know a single person in real life or on the internet that agrees with any of this. So <laughs> it's a conspiracy of one hammer. It's pretty lonely. Hammer, I, I went into his mentions once when there was a political tweet, and I got to say, I've never been more entertained with the backlash. <laughs> <laughs> I get beat up anytime I talk about politics, like pretty bad. I mean, I have been radicalized. I didn't always used to be this way, but I'm definitely radicalized now. So to the FBI agent uh, tasked with listening to this shit, fuck you. I hate you. You're never going to amount to shit, and we will win. His name's Jeff, if you're curious. You can just call him. Fuck you, Jeff. You got $150,000 in debt, you fucking loser, and you have to listen to this shit on a Sunday night instead of swiping left on Tinder like the soulless piece of shit that your daddy raised you as. (laughs) Wait, who is this? Who are we talking about? The FBI agent that has to monitor all my tweets and podcasts. D- that's a real thing? Of course, dude. When you start talking about anti-democracy shit, you can start getting, you know, they start watching and it. We think sc- that guy's don't scare stuff. Hammer. Don't scare Hammer. Dude, I'm a, straight, I'm, a, I'm a straight white male Christian talking about democracy being a joke. You think they're not watching or listening? Come on now. <laughs> no. All right. On the contrary, I'm Shay. I'm busy there's, next there's... week for our podcast. <laughs> this there's is all dozens the jokes, of these the podcasts. There's dozens of podcasts of white Christian males talking about right, politics. At least a hundred of them. We got no list. Don't worry. Everybody knows that I'm joking here. Everybody. Shay, I kind of envision you at some point. I think this catches on and you end up being kind of like 
the Keith Ranieri, like Nexium <laughs> kind of thing. And like upstate, you there's like, you know, Jane in Cincinnati, at, you know, <laughs> Silly Girl 69. And like yeah. these random people that followed you on Twitter for like 10 years that like leave their, their like families and come live with you, like in, you know, presidential palace. Yeah, not take- a pres- more, more like kind of like an old like church retreat. That's like oh great, thanks, buddy. Then uh, no, but it's like nicer now. It's not oh, creepy. Thanks. There's not like sandals you know, and stuff in them. <laughs> Closed toes, bitch. <laughs> Close. Toes. But you'll one day you'll. I think you'll have a following. Do you this. think It'll there's not going to be a suspension of the Constitution at some point in the next fifty years? No, you don't. No. What what points to that ever happening? Like, when have we ever come close to that? We're being torn apart at the seams as we speak. I can't wait until it comes. And all I'm saying is when it does come, I'd like to be on the winning side. That's all. Who's who's benefiting from us being so torn apart, though? Uh, NGOs, think tanks, lobbyists, uh, mm. foreign adversaries, which will all be banned when I uh, usher in the new benevolent dictator. Um, Media? Media. The media will be state-controlled, my friend. Only option you have is what the state lets you see. At least you'll have a a pension, then. Absolutely, you'll have a pension. Homelessness will be solved as well. We're going to triple the prison population and build a thousand new psych wards. It's going to be great. Um, mm. Speaking of censorship, did you see that CNN wasn't showing Trump's victory speech after Iowa on purpose? Mm. Same with MSNBC. They were like, mm. he's lying and talking shit, so we're not going to show it. I think that's fucking dangerous, dude. I, I, I agree. I, I think that it's the job of the media to cover. Yeah. Stuff. I mean, it's good for me. It's going to be an easier transition when we do take power, but... I think it's like in general, that's a bad thing if you want like democracy yeah, to win. No, I, I agree. Like, I, I'm not a big Trump fan, but I think like the way that he's no, neither am I. Like, he is a political figure. Figure whether you like, he is exactly will be. He was a former. He is a former president. Like, you have to cover their stuff. Yeah, what he says matters. Like, what the fuck? You dude? can't do it just because like your producers or whoever don't believe in his pol- or think he's like that. Doesn't matter. That should matter. Right. Right, that gets into like what happened with Twitter, right? Yeah. See, you're you going to be an easy the... convert when the revolution comes. You're going to be right no. there with us, brother. <laughs> this is going to be great. I, I can't. Can we play volleyball on like Sunday? Because Keith Raniere used to do that with Nick, next year, and that was a big hit. Oh my god. Hammer, I was literally about to bring up that documentary when Shay was like talking all this crazy. I was like, Shay, you're kind of primed for a Keith Raniere cult. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I would, dude, if somebody showed up tomorrow and was like, hey, check it out, man. We're going to suspend the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and voting. I'd be like, oh, sweet. Well, what's your name? What car do I get in? I'm kidding, everyone. I'm kidding. All right. That's enough. <laughs> that's enough of me uh, putting everybody in danger. Everything I said was a joke. Stop taking everything so seriously. But if anybody Especially finds you, me. Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, you fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> but if anybody finds you big wretch odds to win a Democratic primary or to become a Democratic nominee at least, like let me know. Hit me up on the Twitter, uh, Shane Irving, yada yada. All right. I, I mean, I'm 
cause enough trouble tonight. I don't know about you two. Yeah. Well, you know, I found out the FBI is monitoring our podcast. <laughs> um, that's great. Yep. But, um, no, I think this is, I think, I think it was good. And, and we went in a couple of different directions, but overall, you know, it's, it's a good poo poo platter. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, have a good night, everybody. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold oh, on. Oh, shit. When are you going? You said you're going to Vegas? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I'm going to Vegas for Super Bowl week. Dan Patrick invited me out there. What? Did I tell you I quit drinking, too? No. Yeah. Quit drinking <clears throat> completely. No weed, nothing. Completely sober. Um, obviously, I, shit was going uh, so well. <laughs> Things were going great. <laughs> I was doing so well in life that I decided to quit all substances, cold turkey. Yeah, correct. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. And then Dan was like, congratulations on being back in the no, wagon. Let's go to Vegas. Not at all. Yeah, exactly. Well, pretty much. But it's Super Bowl week, and they're doing the show out there all week, and I got to do the gambling podcast. And he was like, fuck it. Let's do it in Vegas. And I was like, all right. I'll fucking go to Vegas. If I got to go there for work, I feel a lot better than, you know, fucking going for pleasure. So, right. yeah. I've been I've been in Vegas sober. I've probably been in Vegas with you when I was sober, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do that shit. Anyway, yeah, you'll be fine. So we're doing that, um, and I'm going to try and get you know some. I'm going to do this podcast too. You got to be fucking available because I think I can like you know buy somebody cocaine and convince them to be on the podcast, like somebody important, like Bill Belichick's bastard son. The one from the jerk-off room that Kraft went to. Whoa. Okay. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, so let's, let's get that going. Um, yeah. Write that down, Jeff, you fucking nerd. Hammer, Where, can you get to Vegas? Uh, when is that? February 7th to the 9th. 7th to the 9th. I'm not saying for the game uh, or nothing. I, I I can't. I'm doing like a kind of like a guys weekend trip the week before that. We Bring him before that to California. Bring him. That ain't happening. Come on. Okay. How about now, that? Uh, I do have a really good buddy in Vegas that I'll connect you with. Oh, good. Who uh, can tee up for good foods, and he's just a great guy. Yeah, please. Not a drug yeah. dealer, is he? No, 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 no. He's he's on the wagon. Oh yeah. While, send, so. send me his shit. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll connect you guys. Um. Dude, that's gonna be awesome, man. You, so you get, you guys are gonna do the podcast live? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea how that's gonna work. I just he I just no sent idea. you a text. Was like Vegas? No, he was mark, on the, and on you the liked, show. You on liked it, and then you booked you booked flights. Yeah, I kind of invited myself, and he was like, "I mean, I guess you can come." I was like, "All right, I'll fucking see you." <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll, we'll uh, <clears throat> okay. Cool, man. Well, sounds good. Well, let's. Uh, Let's definitely do something that 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 week you're there. Do try to do yeah. like a live. I mean, I won't be there, something. but um, you will. Yeah, doing a show, doing something, dude. Have to. Right. Awesome, fuckers. Get ready and get with it. And uh, at the last very bit, get it in. Democracy is a lie. <laughs> there you go. about her